Hello everybody, this episode of the podcast is about the BLM movement and police brutality. Today we bring on special guests to further the discourse. Welcome to the TNA Joking Story Podcast with my boy Artie. What up? We got Dimani and Brandon. What's up, bro? What's up, what's up? What's up? Oh, shit. Hey, this episode's about to be lit, guys. This is, uh, okay, lit is not the right word. This episode's about to be deep. That's a better way of putting it. Let's begin, all right? I want you guys, I want your thoughts on George Floyd, honestly. Like, what do you got? What what was the first thing that came to your mind, guys, for George Floyd? What was the first thing that you thought of? I want the money to go first, and then Brandon, and I'll go last. I'm going first? All right, before y'all start, I just want to, Artie, I want to, I want to know, what race are you, first of all? Because I really don't know y'all in person. Uh, me, me and Ta are basically the same. What are y'all? We're Middle Easterns. Well, we're technically Mid-Eastern. Asians. We're technically Asians. Oh, okay. You guys are Asian. Oh, okay, okay. We're brown, dummy. We're like you. All right, let's okay. get it. <laughs> okay, okay. And I'm, I'm African-American. Yeah. He's African-American? No, he, yeah. no, he's he's Caucasian. All right, let, let's get it. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, when I first saw it, I think I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, a lot of emotions ran through my mind, but I was just like, another one? It kind of happens. In my mind, I was like, it kind of happens every couple of years. Someone dies, they're hashtag, and we just kind of get over it. So honestly, I, I didn't say anything. I, I was kind of emotionless to the whole situation in the beginning. Mm. Mm, that is true, because he wasn't the first victim that, you know, passed away as an African-American yeah. by a cop. And he won't be the last. And he won't be the last. That is true. So, there was no emotions, really, at least not in the beginning. Yeah. Just right. What about you, Brandon? In my perspective, bro, I think, uh, well, the first time I saw it, well, first, I didn't see it. I was told, hey, there's a there's a guy that died. They never said it was a black guy. They, they just said, hey, there's a guy that died. Cops killed him. How do you feel about it? I didn't believe him until I was on TikTok or Facebook. I don't remember what where I saw it. I started seeing, like, riots, videos about the about the black guy in the street and the cop, the white cop in the street. And they were holding him down in the freaking, in the streets with the knee in the, in the neck. And it was a short video. It was not the whole video. I think it was a TikTok. And then that got, that got my interest. I was like, what the heck happened? So I went, I went on, on the investigation, that I would say. So... I went on YouTube. I started searching up the video and stuff like that. I saw the whole thing, bro. And in my point of view, it was not correct how the cops um, handled the situation. First of all, I didn't like the how um, that guy put his knee on his neck. It was clearly clear on his neck. Second of all, there was cops around them. And those cops really didn't do anything. Like that Asian that comes like in front of the whole video, he didn't do anything. And I've been in the, I have not been in the academy, but I've been learning like um, 
tactics, how to arrest people, how to uh, how to handle people on the streets. And there's no nothing in the books, nothing in the websites, nothing where it shows that cops should be putting their knee in their necks. So I don't think it's correct. I don't think it's fine. And that got me mad. So I have a question for you, though. So um, you felt really, really bad about how what happened to George Floyd. It was really unacceptable to you and the police department itself. So in your perspective, what do you think uh, they should do to improve, uh, you know, physical training and then, you know, learning morals and everything? What do you think, like, the entire police uh, department should, like, do to further, like, to stop, like, not only African-American people, but to any race? doesn't matter if if you're Black, Asian, whatever you are. What do you think should happen if you want to prevent future attacks like this? Uh, in my point of view, uh, I don't think uh, I don't I, I don't think people could actually stop. I know where you're coming from. I don't think people could stop being racist. It's mm-hmm. that, that's, that's true. That is true. That you right? cannot teach it. People learn it. People start hating on people. People can't teach that, but true, true. I feel like this should be a consequence. Like in my, I think that guy that killed that black guy should have been arrested as soon as that happened. As soon as a video dropped, I think that it should have happened. Um, the other people should have been arrested too because they let that cop kill him in plain view. But. We're, Eight minutes and forty six seconds. In that yep. uh, point of view, uh, I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think just right like being racist. I don't think you can. You don't teach it. They learn it, and you become one. You cannot teach it like to stop being one. Here's my yeah. thing, right? It was clearly blatantly obvious that mm-hmm. what happened to George Floyd. Yeah. It's just a part of what's been going on for the last 400 years in the U.S., right? Go yeah. from six to 1600s to 2020, yeah. right? You always always have these problems. Why? Because the system is messed up. Let's be honest. You're, you're mm-hmm. a cop, right? Yeah. The cops get protected like they're their own brothers, right? Mm-hmm. And like you, the cops, they can get away with things that the average person can't. Yeah. That, for example, you know, a cop can get away speeding. Yeah. The average person can't, right? Mm-hmm. You 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 should know that you can attest to this. You can speed, Brandon, and you won't get stopped for because you are a cop. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not going to get like in trouble for it. Be like, oh, okay, okay, it's a cop, yeah, right? Yeah. So, with the fact of the matter is, with George Floyd, it was wrong on so many levels because they knew what was going on, but they intentionally mm-hmm. not. They did not care at all to do anything. Right? You, you yeah. look at it, like how stupid do you have to be? Not to notice that someone is suffocating. And also, yeah. you know what makes this worse? Mm-hmm. The guy that killed George Floyd, the co- officer, I think they worked with each other at a bar or something for like a, like for like 10 years ago, I think. And they knew each other. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes it even worse. Like, it was, it was racism and this guy hated him for no apparent reason. Yeah. Right? And it just shows that, you know, cops have the ability to do things that 
can destroy a whole country. You know, I mean? like it, not destroy a whole country. It can destroy a whole perspective of what cops are. Mm-hmm. Right? Many people don't like them, and and you, you can't blame them because look what's mm-hmm. going on. Right? It's been a problem mm-hmm. since damn near the 1700s. Right? So mm-hmm. like, I mean, like, with not even with cops, but just in general with racism. So you're never going to have that borderline in terms of, okay, what is allowed and what isn't allowed for a cop to do. Yeah. Nothing. There is no limits because let's be real, dude. I look at these charges, these cops getting, why the hell did the cop that killed George Floyd get third degree charges instead of first degree murder? Mm-hmm. You know what the difference is? There's a huge difference between yeah. first and third, right? It yeah. was not an, oh yeah, it was an intention. Bro, he was on his neck for eight minutes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was intentional. So it went down to second degree, but I think he got bailed out, if I'm not wrong, for a bill, for a milli. Mm-hmm. So, for a one million, there was a fundraising named after him to bail him out. Are yeah. you Are you for real? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh it's all over Twitter. Diamani, how do you feel about that? The guy who killed George Floyd got bailed out for a million dollars. White privilege. That's yeah. What, also, that's uh, what it is. White people, and that's not to just classify it as them because it's a lot of other people. White people do things like Taha said. Since like even before the sixteen hundred, the sixteen hundreds, they do things. They get away with it. They cry, victim. It goes, and then it's like then they want to play like they're the victim, and it's like now we're attacking them. I knew he was gonna get out of jail, and it's you know, it's just not much more to say but that. Like, with Rashad Brooks, Brianna Taylor, right? Rashad Brooks, that's just so sad, right? I read through yeah. that. I was like, damn. But Brianna Taylor, shot down to the Brianna Taylor is trying to that piss me just... off. Because I've read what happened. I, they... Oh, yeah. I want to ask Brandon about that, too. What's so, on? Brandon, can you exactly tell me, like, what kind of prescri- uh, like uh, documents do you need to uh, raid at someone's uh, home? A warrant, yeah, yeah. Just a warrant. Yeah. I was actually reading about that. So, no, I think it's just a warrant, dude. Now, I here's think... the thing. They said that the the police reports were, were lies on them. They were lies. So, because I, it said, mm-hmm. literally it said, they had, they had knocked on the door and they mm-hmm. shot Breonna Taylor eight times because they believed that she was a threat. No, that was not, never the case. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that Mrs. T- it, said, it, said, it said Mrs. Taylor's injuries were no, were none. She got shot eight times, mm-hmm. right? And it says the police did not force her way into the apartment, which they did. They broke mm-hmm. they broke the damn door. They shoot through a window right? while she was while she was asleep. So she was yeah. no threat to no in, one in her couch. She was what threat is she while she is asleep? Eight times. What? Why do you need to shoot someone eight times? She was dead after the probably after the, second bullet. Probably after the first one. What was the other seven bullets called for? It was called they, for they, nothing. They said this, right? Her boyfriend shot the cop. Well, no shit, Sherlock. You just broke into the door into the house. What do you? What do you think is going to happen? Someone's going to grab a gun? Yes. If someone breaks into your house, Brandon, you got a gun in your house? Yeah, I mean, you yeah. Bet, I mean, you should. I mean, yeah. if you're a cop, I'd be a little, that'd be a little weird. But if you, like, you're, yeah, it's the first instinct. So, like, you shoot a cop. How do, how would you know that someone's raiding your house? Yeah, it's like, oh, 
You're not. You're not going to know that. And that's a. That's mm-hmm. a fact. So they started. The cops started shooting first before they did, or they shot first before the cops did. Uh, the cops shot. They the shot first. first. Thing. Yeah. Mm, damn, bro. I didn't. I didn't know about this. I don't and, know who she is. Either. And keep in mind, they did not have a warrant. They did not have any permissions from the department to engage. Uh, shoot, sh- shoot out. Yeah. For no apparent reasons. And even if they did, if, if you want to get a person a little bit injured, mm-hmm. you shouldn't, like, shoot that person seven times yeah. in a row. Mm-hmm. Look. Yeah, that's true. I want to ask you this, Brandon, and maybe you, can, you guys can ask questions to Brandon. Does a job stress contribute to police brutality? Like, let's be real. Do you guys get, do, they get, do cops get stressed out when, when you guys have to deal with these situations? I mean, you kind of probably are a little bit, but that's just me. I've been in situations, bro, because I've worked at nights. For example, I know um, I, I got taught that I got shown that when you like, because most of where I live, it's mostly traffic. And they said, at nights, you, sh- you need to be more careful and how you approach cars and all that stuff. You don't need a, what's that word? Give me one second. There's a word that Gio showed me. Profile people. So they showed me to profile cars and the people inside. And the way that if they're... If they have a family, you know they're just fucking. Um, sorry for the f word, but they're. Um, if there's a family in a van, you know they're gonna be. They're going on a vacation. They're probably going home, or they're going to like they're gonna go eat or something. But if you see a black car tinted, black car tinted, you see two guys inside. You know they're not in like at night. You know they're not doing good stuff. They might not be doing good stuff. So you need to be more careful. You shouldn't like. Um, you shouldn't treat them another way that you shouldn't. But you need to be more careful, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Does it make okay. sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in in my opinion, if uh, they just they just show you like, and even though Taha. I feel like you profile people when you're driving. Like, oh, she's a, she's a Karen, or she's a some <laughs> something else. Like you, people profile <laughs> everyone, dude. People oh, are you prof- talking about like like yeah. random? I mean, people, yeah. Everyone kind of profiles guy, people. To cut you off. <laughs> Pro- oh, every, man. Everyone profiles people. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I do the same thing. Yeah, bro. people people <laughs> like, profile here's people. Here's the thing, right? Like, I'll say this for example, right? Uh, there was this thing I saw on IG, right? It said that name one thing have you ever walked down the street and this is kind of sad that our way society looks at african-americans have you ever gone down the street having your phone holding in your hand and then you see a black guy walk by and you clench your phone a little harder i've not done that but i've actually seen people like do that yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah. i haven't done it either but yeah, have yeah. you seen that already you've seen that right Mm-hmm. Dimani, you probably dealt with it in first hand because you know because you walk yeah. down the street, the street you're like this guy grabs his phone, puts it in his pocket, and you're like, yeah, what the f- bro, walking down the street, what is what the, f-? you know, like you can't, I'm not gonna, you're not gonna say nothing, be like whatever, nah, yeah, go. even like having my hoodie on, I have to be like a little more 
self-conscious to like and I always wear my hoodies I've been wearing them since like school but it's like yeah. I have to be more conscious of like even if it's if it's at dark if, if it's even if it's daytime I just don't like to do certain things because I'm like I don't want to come off a certain way to other people because yeah. like, you perceive me and the way that, and the way that I am is different but you don't know that you're only seeing me from one lens so yeah true true so, Money, I got a question for you real quick. Okay. So, living in Virginia, have you ever felt like... Um, Listen, Florida. Just, well, he, he used to live with us, Taha. Don't forget that. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> so, living in Virginia, compare Virginia to Florida. Do you feel at ease living in Virginia or at ease more, living in Florida even more? I think the the racism is just kind of it's just presented differently. I think Virginia was more like they have a certain history of it, so it was just kind of like you don't like you know not to go certain places, like you know Georgetown South that's kind of ghetto, or well, Wellington's is like the rich people, or Sumner Lake, or you go like to Woodbridge. You just knew where not to go and where to go, so I think it was just represented differently. So. Like in Virginia, when I was younger, when I first got there, I kind of experienced it. But as I got older and came into like my own, I, I just kind of I still noticed it because it's not like you can notice it, but it was just done differently. Now in Florida, which is a a racist state, I haven't really experienced it yet. But maybe I'm just trying like I'm trying hard not to experience it. You're trying maybe to avoid I'm it. Just, yeah, you're, maybe I'm, you're, you're trying, trying to avoid, avoid it, it as much as so possible. If it is happening, I don't even see it or recognize it because I'm just trying to. I'm trying not to even like make that my attentive being here. Right, right. Because gotcha. I live, I live around gotcha. white people. I live around older white people. So I like, and I'm dark, and so that's just what it is. But I've been maybe trying to avoid it. So if it, I'm pretty sure it's happening, but I wouldn't know because I'm like not even trying to like recognize it. Okay, that is true. So uh, one more question for Brandon. So yeah, I'm about to pick on you today. I'm I'm a bad cop for today. Yes, sir. You're gonna be one of my prison, and <laughs> Todd's gonna be the good cop with his mild questions. So uh, I actually was researching about different countries. Uh, law enforcement degrees. Mm-hmm. So in the UK, in the mm-hmm. UK, apparently you need to be in the police academy for like two years. Yeah. And so far, they kill mm-hmm. non-white racial person. They only have seven murder cases. In in Spain, you have to be in the police academy for three years. And for their case, they only had two murder non-racial uh, uh, cases. <clears throat> yes. So do you think that the United States Police Department should extend the police academy education further or do you think the way, they're, the way it's going right now is just, you know, the best way? Okay, I don't know if, if it's uh, the academy actually helping the, the actual thing. But in my case in the U.S., because, watch, I had a – my chief that was not you – know, uh, I think he retired, like, two weeks ago. So 
there's a lot of laws going through. There's a lot of laws like going through. There's like shit happening happening around, and they won't know just because they're getting old and they get the habits of getting stuff done like in the old days, right? So, in right. in my opinion, right. I think they should for every for every um, station out there in the U.S. Every year, I think, in my opinion, because to, I think it's like six months to graduate the academy, and then I think the, they actually test you. This the the police will test you to if you could actually um, right apply there. Right, they will right. they would test you. So, in my opinion, I think that every year they should actually test you physically. And mentally and everything, again, mm-hmm. to um, to see if you're capable of being a cop still. Because there's a, there's a lot of cops that won't know. Oh, there's a new law that went by, or or cops that are not physically for being a cop no more, and stuff like that. So, in my opinion, I think they should just do it. Every year, they should do like a physical, mental, everything test. Right, right. And I right. think that would help us. I, I f- and and that's a, another thing. Being in having an educate. That's because not a lot of people could actually be a cop. Because I, I, in my opinion, I thought it was easy. I thought it was. I thought I thought it was an easy job. Damn, just putting tickets and all that stuff. No, the first time mm-hmm. I got to be in a freaking uh, in a domestic, dude. It was the hardest thing because I had to grab the baby Yikes. from someone's mom and someone's, and the guy was swinging. It was a it was a mess. So it's just it's it's hard for people to just actually do the job. Not not everyone's capable of being in a domestic or someone's trying to suicide. I don't think a lot of people could do that, right? Okay. So true, I don't true, think it's true, a lot. True. I don't think it's the school. I think it's just you need to be capable of doing right. Your job right. You need to have like a good amount of patience and a lot of patience and understanding being on someone's shoes. Like if I was if I was this guy, right. like and now a lot of cops don't do that. A lot. That's why I'm saying like every year they should do it because a lot of cops they lose their patience. Because they are seeing, like, domestics every day, and they're like, damn, this story again. I just heard it from another's family. Like, I'm tired. Like, because right. being a cop, it's mentally tiring. So I think it's just, like, every year they should actually just, just, they should just examine you, dude. It's not, it's not right, for everyone. Right. right. So that's, it, that, that's what they do. If you want to become a bodyguard for the president, oh, yeah? they go through your whole de- database. They examine your mental and intellectual skills. If you don't pass, then you cannot join. That's it. And you only get two chances. Yeah. See, and that's actually that's actually something that cops should do because I, th- I think it would actually work, not going to lie. It, right. would, it would be yeah, a lot it, of work, but it would actually help the U.S., but uh, for that, we need a smarter president to approve that law right now. Because <laughs> right now, he's all for the cops. Cops going to protect us. 
Who? Our y- y'all's good old President Trump, right there. Oh, I know. Hey, it's a great guy. All right. Uh, Look. <laughs> but, Dimani, are you there? Yeah, I'm. I'm here. Okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure. All right, so. We've gone all the aspects of a cop's perspective and understanding how they can improve the system, how the system can be broken, right? So here's the main question, right? How has Black Lives Matter, the movement, brought attention to police brutality, right? Like completely. Like what what is the final trigger? Because I think the George Floyd one was the final trigger, in my opinion. I feel like like the society is just trying to make a point with rights. Yeah. But I feel like riots, dude, I think they're just going over beyond. I know, like, they're trying to prove a point. I know it's not right how he died. But destroying targets, people's jobs, and all that stuff. I saw a video, dude, where uh, they destroyed a barbershop. And it was uh, a, it was an old black guy. And he was like, like, why are they destroying so many stores? I took, like... 15 years to do this barbershop and it was all all my life I I barbershop that. and all this stuff and it's the truth they like, send a clip like, of that too like they're destroying like jobs they're destroying so much stuff that it's it's over beyond like what they should be doing here's the thing right and you know i'm gonna say this the, the protestings are meant are are peaceful they're not they're obviously peaceful right but there's going to be people that take advantage of any situation, right? Yeah. There's not people mm-hmm. that, act, you know, like African-Americans that don't actually care about the movement. Dimani, you can agree with me with that. There's going to be people that go to the protest just just to loot. You know, just like, okay, I'm going to take advantage. Oh, yeah. I don't really care about. Yeah, Definitely. there's obviously going to be those people. I understand that much. But here's, here's, yeah. here's the flip side, though. Famous people like Jake Paul. Here's the flip side of it. What, what do you say for the cops that are actually hurting the peaceful protesters, right? You can say that there's people destroying stores, which I agree with you. That is wrong. Mm-hmm. But what do you say to the cops that are coming in and just, like, ramming their cars to peaceful protesters, pushing African-Americans down? There's this one video I saw particularly of a cop, a, a Caucasian cop going up to an African-American, right? And he's yelling mm-hmm. at them, back off, back off, back off, right? And there was this one African female literally sat with her knees down. Her knees are down. And she has a post sign, right? And she mm-hmm. did, and the cop just pushes her out the way, right? And that's they're luckily. And then there's this African American cop. That's a it's a female cop that puts her puts him in his place. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you know, that is so sad that it, it required a cop, mm-hmm. another cop that's literally like, you know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't be always African Americans. It should be other cops. Like, a, like a Caucasian cop should be stopping the other fucking Caucasian cop that's doing that, right? Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be, oh, yeah, she was there. Thank God she was there, right? Because that shit was wrong on so many levels. Yeah. But it needs to, I think it needs to be more aware of what's going on around society in terms of what is going on with these protests. Mm-hmm. So my point is, clearly, is that what you're saying is true about the people looting and all that stuff. I completely agree with you. But I'm not going to – but we can also say the same thing, that cops are hurting people on purpose and – they're using tear yeah. gases, and they run into people, and they're getting hurt for no apparent reason. So what do you say to that? And they're using rubber bullets. Yeah, they're using rubber bullets. They did it in D.C. They're, they shot one lady in the forehead with a rubber bullet, and she was severely injured. The, she went to six hospitals. She got stitches, and 
there's no recovery rate about her eye because she says her uh, left eye, she barely could see it. So now she's waiting for another appointment to go to a doctor for it. So, but what do you say? What do you say to that though? Like, what, what, how can you give a response? How could you be mad at people if that's what's happening as a cop, right? These guys' job is professionals to help, is supposed to protect people, but they hurt mm-hmm. people more than protect mm-hmm. people. Because it's because of the power structure abuse, right? There's a p- yeah. particular cop that has power, right? Mm-hmm. Right. There was a study yeah. done by Harvard or Princeton. I don't know what it was one of those two, right? They did mm-hmm. a study. Literally, it, when people get more power, people become more corrupt. That is a fact. Yeah. So, like, they, they showed that the guards were be- abusing their power. And this was a study. The guards, the guards knew that they were. The guards knew about the test, about them, about them. Um, essentially getting tested for being abusive, right? And they were still abusive. Think about that. So, like, it shows when you get power in society where you can basically get away with things. As a cop, you're above the law. You you have almost everything. You, you can get away with damn near anything. Because you can get away with speeding. You can get, you can get away with killing somebody. Bro, the guy is out. Like, he got away with it, essentially, because he's gone. So, like, Mm -hmm. you don't know what could happen next with this aspect. And that's why I'd say the system is broken. And it is broken. I don't have to – there's no disputing that. You're a cop. You seem – I want you to be honest with me. How many cops in your, like, area are racist, straight-up racist? It's because where I live, bro, I don't – we don't see a lot of racism, dude. Like, mostly all the cops are from, like – like – Mexican families, they have an accent. Like, I have an accent, dude. I'm Mexican. Orale, wey. So, <laughs> you don't see a lot of white cops being, like, racist. Like, I don't see that as much as y'all do over there. But, I don't, I don't see that a lot, dude. So, I can't really... Say okay. about much about. I th- I, th- I think I have to agree with Brandon this one because to be honest, in experience, Hispanic people show so much love towards like any race, whatever you are, and I I knew that firsthand because. Well, that wasn't the question. This... My question is, how many people do you think in your in your force are corrupt? Essentially, I was asking. That's okay, good... there's there's actually, well, it's because not it's not corrupted. But there's a lot of, and I feel like that's everywhere, though. That's everywhere. I agree. But and, there's levels of corruption, too, though. Yeah. Because there's right? a lot of stuff, like, we, we, like, for example, if I know, like, oh, that's my, my uh, cop friend, my comrade, and I see him speeding, I'm not going to stop him because I already know who he is. And shit, stuff like that, right? But yeah. I've never, I, I've never met someone. Oh, uh, I stopped a black guy. He was being suspicious. I've never seen that. So I can't really right. say. Yeah. Like I've seen it. I've not like, seen it. Like you seen, I've like seen like an African American has been suspicious of like what he's right. doing. Yeah. Maybe to you, but maybe to the average Caucasian cop, they do. And then this is another thing, bro. I was talking to someone from Cali. Like, hey, do you care about this? Uh, BLM and he was like bro I really don't care he said he's black and he said bro I really don't care because he's from Cali he said over here in Cali dude I see that mostly every day black people dying black people versus black people um, 
Mexicans were like, you see that every day. People are dying for that. And exactly just because this video came out and they recorded it, people are actually wanting to do stuff because of that one video. But he said, I see that every day. I see black people dying every day of cops, of uh, people, black people versus black people. I see, he says, I see that every day. That's why I'm like, damn, bro. Like, sometimes I, how I feel about it is, it's, 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 it's not right what he did. All right, here's yeah, the thing: you're never gonna, you're never gonna destroy racism, but there's limits to what you can do. You can literally see other countries doing better jobs, right? The U.S. is just known to screw things up, right? So that's mm-hmm. just what it is. Dimani, if I was to give you a, a scenario, right? I don't know if you've seen this recently, but how do you feel about the All Lives Matter versus Black Lives Matter situation, in your opinion? Um, like, essentially, this is like my thing. I'm, I'm like 70-30 on it. Initially, all lives do matter, don't they? We're all God's children. We're all his creation. So they all should matter. We all bleed red. But until, mm-hmm. yeah, we all we all came the same. We're all going to go the same as far as going, you know, up there. <laughs> At the end of the day, until my life matters and I'm not, and people who look like me aren't being killed senselessly out in the open, no one else's life is going to matter. And that's just how it is. Yeah. They can't. That is true. My life doesn't. If I have to go outside and be scared that I'm not going to come home and my mother has to make, she has to double pray for me every day when I leave my apartment because some. Trigger happy cop wants to make a point, then no, no one else's life is going to matter until that changes. That's just so, how it has. That's just how it is. So l- let me uh, ask you something. So right now it's BLM. So what if in that scenario, uh, either a Hispanic person or a Muslim person dies? Would you uh, still care about like uh, Black Lives Matter, or would you like? shift towards your focus on like uh supporting all lives matter regardless of what race you are it's all situational right now this happened so that's the topic of conversation but there's still kids in ice and cages uh hispanic kids who have been separated from their families for two or three years now and their lives still matter too but we have a cheeto in office who has understood that six years old kids who don't even speak who maybe don't speak english or, who, or maybe who don't even speak spanish but they have to go back to countries that they've never even been to they're like, here's the thing with me what are you saying it's just it's just it's a hey go but here's the thing. <laughs> it's obviously, I've, we, okay, let's be real. We've dealt with racism. I've dealt with it. You've dealt with it. We've all dealt with it. Everyone has dealt with it at some point in their life. But African-Americans are tend to get, are tend to get killed more than the average white person or brown person. And that is a that fact. That is true. Right? There was a study that shown that one out of 1,000 African-Americans will die in their lifetime. One out of 1,000 from police brutality. Right, so you could imagine there is racism, and it hasn't really. It's the difference is that now it's just like Trump came in the year that Trump came into office was the year that changed everything. 
it literally changed because people racists started realizing like yeah we could we got a voice now we could say some racist shit and get away with it you know what i mean like you know they were scared to come out now you have a situation where things haven't changed things haven't really changed yeah. right so people someone asked me at this right like why like why I, why did has this become such a problem in the last seven to eight years or ten years he's like why why is everything getting like why are cops being like attacked in the last 10 years but since like but like in 2000 or 1980s 1990s they weren't i'm like the difference was that the modern age of digital technology didn't exist mm-hmm. right that is true right think about that for a second right you can record instantaneously right demani you can go anywhere and record anything right then and there yeah since like but like in 2000 or 1980s 1990s they weren't i'm like the difference was that the modern age of digital technology didn't exist Mm-hmm. Right, that is true. Right, think about that for a second. Right, you can record instantaneously. Right, Demani, you can go anywhere and record anything right then and there. Yeah, you can't do that in 2000. What are you gonna fucking pull up? A little a tiny ass cell phone from Nokia, Motorola, one of those from Motorola. Right, and another, oh man, yo. Right, and you're gonna pull that up? No, you can't. The difference is it's being caught on camera now, and it's getting more intentional and more attention because of social media. Social media is good and bad in both aspects in terms of bringing awareness to a certain situation, right? So that's my viewpoint in terms of how I viewed it, the all lives matter versus black lives matter situation. All lives matter. Don't get me wrong. But they're not the ones, but they're not, we're not all like suffering from a consistent disease, right? Because we're dealing with two pandemics here, racism and the coronavirus. And the coronavirus just started. And it has no, it doesn't give a damn. What... Yeah. Anybody, like, it'll kill the. I just got a phone call. I don't know why, but it'll like it'll kill anybody. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't have anything against people. It'll be like, I don't give a damn. You're white, Spanish, black. I'll kill you anyways, right? With with racism, it does. African Americans are the main ones that get treated like trash, and that that's just the fact. I don't know if you guys would agree with me or not. But that's just my opinion. Yep. That's just how it is. They want our flavor, but not everything else that comes with it. I feel, I feel, I don't, I don't agree with Dahan, but there's some stuff I, I don't agree with them because in Arizona, bro, you don't see a lot of black people getting pulled over or nothing. It's more Hispanics. Well, that's It's more Hispanics getting it. That's what I'm saying. We're talking about the U.S., not just states. You know, I'm, you know what I mean. I'm you're talking see- about just. You're talking about the whole United States that black people are the targeted ones. Yeah, it's that's not true. No, but they are. There's, no, no. There's studies. There's studies literally showing African Americans have been been targeted more than any any other race. Do you know how many Hispanics are sent back to Mexico and stopped just because they look Hispanic? Huh? Do you but know how many? That... Here's the thing. Continue. What happened? But here's the thing. We understand that, but that's not the point. There's one race that's getting targeted, particularly by by cops. I just gave you a statistic where one out of 1,000 African Americans will die. If you look at it, statistics also show the white people weren't the people who voted for Trump mostly. It was black people and it was Spanish people. So he was targeting us, but people who look like us still voted for him. 
so I'm just putting it out there also. Yeah, you're always going to have a certain, like, you know, you always have a certain, like, aspect of a group that will go against. You know, like, you know, like, someone said this, right? <laughs> if you went anti, like, everything, you could make a lot mm-hmm. of money. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, well, you can be the anti-Spanish guy that loves Trump and say, oh, I love Trump. I'm going to endorse him. I can do every, everything, right? Mm-hmm. I can do – like, you know, you can become rich by doing that. Become that YouTuber. They're like, I, I love Trump. He's doing such a great job by deporting all these Mexicans. Mm-hmm. And you could you could make a point. Right? There are people like that in every race. Right? There's always going to mm-hmm. be people like that. Always, there always will be people that will go the opposite direction, in terms of defending the op the, the opposite the wrong viewpoint of society, right? Because no one understands the difficulties mm-hmm. in terms of how we feel, right? Because these things are yeah. are, are contextual, documented facts. Like I don't have to show mm-hmm. it to you. Like these are all written down in history. So my point with you is, I agree with you, but mm-hmm. the main problem is not where I understand because you you've been offered to work at ICE. At the border, if I'm not yeah. wrong, you been you understand yeah. it, right? You feel mm-hmm. I I feel I feel bad for what you have to go through in terms of police with like the work yeah. and the type of crap they say. Oh, you can go work here. Like, no, I'm not doing that. I feel for you there, mm-hmm. but we understand. My whole point because you heard what I said about the all lives matter. All lives matter, obviously, right, B? But the main problem, but the one I brought up is the main mm-hmm. source of issue right now, currently. Mm-hmm. So that is my point, and I think that's my point. I I get what you're saying. But the Black Matter, Black Lives Matter situation is simply because they're tired of it, right, dude? It's been happening since 1700s. It's like the 1700s, yeah. dude. There were slaves. They had they had segregation laws, and they had to go through Jim Crow. They had to not Jim Crow. They had Jim Crow laws. Like they had so many aspects they had to do, right? Like there were so many problems that came along. Right? That that was my point about the All Lives Matter black situation. I just don't like. I just didn't like when people were saying, "Oh, All Lives Matter," because uh, you know. It's just because he's black, it doesn't mean that, you know, his life is worth more. No, we're trying to, the whole point of the whole BML movement in, in general is to show more awareness of African-Americans on how they're getting targeted. It's not about, oh, one life, one, one is more, more is more valuable than the other one. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. We understand, because we understand that Spanish people got, we understand how Spanish people feel in terms of, like, of, like, getting treated like crap. Because mm-hmm. I have friends that have gotten, like, treated like crap, too. Have you seen that video where I don't know if y'all seen it? It's so new, it's recent. It's that black cop uh, beating the shit out of a Mexican guy at Walmart just because he can't speak English. Have y'all seen it? Uh, which was what was it? Send it to me. I'll check it out. I think I did see it. It's um, it was in like a Walmart, and it was like uh, his, yeah. his wife and his son. I think. Yeah, her her wife is like, oh, please stop, please stop in front of her yeah. child, dude. Cause they that wanted, black cop they is beating the shit. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. He wanted them to leave that Walmart. And this guy couldn't understand English or speak it. So this cop start, started beating the shit out of a, a Mexican in front of her wife and her child. And there's blood everywhere. And there's black people, bro, around that cop laughing at the guy. And that's and, also wrong. Because and, and, and it's and it's wrong and it's uh and that's what where it hits is like we got black people around that that Mexican guy laughing at him and and uh they don't notice like people don't notice that that's what's happening uh with this black lives matter and it's just, like they don't people don't get in their 
in people's shoes, like, damn, this is what's happening. Let's go help them. Or let's do this. Let's try to help them translate. Nothing, bro. Everything's just, it's just on people's, uh, if it benefits them, they're going to fight for it. If it doesn't benefit, they won't fight for it. If it makes sense. I get that. I completely agree with you in terms of like they, yeah, I, I agree with you. Right. The, here's the, it all comes down to, in the end of the day, majority of it comes down to police brutality because, because here's the fact, and you can agree with me with this. Police, op, cops get cops that see minorities in the average ca- Caucasian, they're going to treat the average minority like shit more than, you know, the average white person, right? You know, like you say, you have, they, okay, let's say, for example, you a white cop pulls over a white guy, gives him, he, he was over, he was speeding, right? Like he was going 10 miles over the speed limit. He said, just go, don't do that shit again. Pulls all, he pulls over someone like me or, or you. He'd be like, yeah, you got a ticket, 40 bucks. You know, that's the difference. And that's not police brutality, but that's like the bare minimum of like, you know, like, you know, there's like certain things that you really, you really can't control. It's out of your hand. Because the yeah. worst thing and, and, and the worst feeling ever is when you have something and mm-hmm. you can't control anything at all in that situation, right? You yeah. can't, you tell me this. You can't, how, how did, I want you to question from this perspective. When someone gets pulled over mm-hmm. and they get stopped yeah. and they know that this cop, like they don't, I don't like this. They know that this cop might be a little on edge, you know, like a little OD crazy and he yeah. gets his gun out. You know what the worst feeling in the world in that situation is? On uh, the, the driver's perspective or in the yeah, the driver. Do you know what the, you know what the oh, feeling okay, probably okay. is? It's probably, I don't know what it is. I've never had, no one's had, hopefully no one ever has that encounter, but you pull out. They're probably thinking two things. Either I'm going to die, and another thing they, that that probably irritates the hell out of them is that they can't control anything about the situation at all. Because they know if they make this be real, Brandon, they make one move, they're dead. And sometimes when they don't even make a move, they'll still die. You can agree with me yeah. with that, right? Yeah. Right? Cops have too much power, and that's just a fact. Police brutality is the main source of problems because they just could, they are above the law. All right, yeah. and the co- and the system protects them like they're their kids or some shit, mm-hmm. right? And you could agree with me with that. My whole point with all lives matter versus the Black Lives Matter situation it was just the similarities in terms of what, why we're why we're mentioning a certain group right now more than the other ones. Although we understand the other ones are are as important as well, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It's like let's say that you know one person is missing from a group, right? And you know. And they're like, you know, but all well, all the people matter in the group. Well, yeah, but the other one's missing. So we got to go get them. That's what it's like right now. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So that, yeah. that like, that's that we understand we all, all of us matter. But, you no, know, the person that's missing is not here. We got to go find him, make sure he's okay. You know, that's the whole point of what the all lives matter is black lives matter. We understand that. Diamati, yeah. what do you think of that? My assessment off of that. Uh, one more time? Yeah. Uh. I mean, he's saying if it if it matters, can you explain that to him, Faha again? Essentially, like what I said was like if like we understand that all races of groups essentially get uh, treated worse, right? Mm-hmm. But there's one particular race that's getting treated worse than the others, right? Yeah. But right, and that that's my point. Uh huh. And even it. going back to the guy in Walmart who was you know the who didn't know any English again. That was wrong. The people standing there and letting that happen, that was wrong. Because at the end of the day, we're in the same fight. Like, 
we're in the same fight. So it's like doing that was not right for him. Now his child is traumatized. He's traumatized. His wife is traumatized. But it's still like I shouldn't have to like I go to my apartment every day and I have to worry about am I going to make it home safe if I'm going to the gas station. It's cops all around here. I have to worry about am I going to go home if, if I'm going to make it home safe. I shouldn't have that uh, I shouldn't but, have that like worry if I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah. Living a fear. What, what are you saying? And, that, and, and that's what they showed me, bro. My chief, he told me don't be that cop that when they see you, they'll be scared of you. Don't be that cop. Be that cop where when they see you, they'll be they'll be they'll feel safe around you. They'll they'll say, "Oh, it's Brandon." You they they feel safe. Don't be that cop where they're gonna say, "Damn, this cop is gonna point the gun at me and then he might shoot me." And and I feel like I I feel like that's what you're trying to say, right? Me yeah, basically like I if I'm. Like, even calling the police, I probably would never... If I was in the situation, they would be the last person. That, that would be, like, my last resort, and that should be my first resort. Yeah. They should be the ones... Instead of, like, they're called to protect, not called to... They are... They're the biggest gang affiliation in America. Yeah, yeah. That's what they are. They're, I would actually they agree. They hide behind those badges. They, they're... Mm-hmm. The blue lives, they're gangs. They... They have too much power, like Taha said, and it's just something that has to change. Like, right, right. defunding them probably. Like you, and this is another thing about the whole about the whole like going to school. A lawyer, a doctor, they have to be in school for for like three years, if not more. You telling me you can go to a police academy for two months? Now you're a cop. <laughs> you're telling me you're gonna go to a, a police academy read something in the book go to a gun range or whatever else that they do and after two three months now you're gonna be a cop but the lawyer and the doctor and the and the people who service america and the world have to be in school for three to four years just to do that that's bs mm. man that's just but that's just that's just like what like, yeah. even to be in Congress, you have to have paid your dues. Like, you have to yeah. pay your dues to do everything. But you can be uh, in, the, in, the, in an academy for two to three months, and now you're a cop. And you have to now yeah. control the people and protect the people. But you're not doing that because you're killing the people. So what's the disconnect? Actually, the way you're putting it right now, you're actually convincing me that they should make it the academy longer. Just because of that reason. This guy who works at the Chick-fil-A on on um in Manassas, he was I don't think he ever did it, but he was gonna go to you know the academy. I think he said it was only like two to three months. That's a hundred and twenty days. Like, are you serious? Yeah. You can't even learn that much in hundred and twenty days. Yeah. A whole semester is four to five months. <laughs> For a whole year to learn all the information to take a test, to take a test, to do an SOL, you're in school for nine months to take one test over 50 something questions. But you're telling me, homeboy around the corner can say, Oh, I want to be a cop today. Let's go to the academy. Yeah, Yeah, it's easy. It's it's easy. Bingo, it's easy. It It takes average people. 
four years to graduate college, but Jimmy. But how long did it take you, actually? Who me? Yeah, because you're not. I, have not I, I, I haven't done it, but it's six months. Bro, six months. Yeah. <laughs> That's but the thing is, you see, but have you noticed like a tendency between like what Artie had brought up earlier with the. What's the, what the stats of like how many people have died that are not like uh, in London, Spain? Yeah. What the the years of training? Yeah, yeah, it's it, crazy. That's probably a huge factor. It's crazy. It is yeah. a huge factor. Yeah, all right, and we can all agree with that. Police brutality is the main is the main source of all this garbage, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, like if you take out like police brutality completely, which will never happen, probably. I mean, it will hopefully improves because that's just not. If it doesn't improve, you know, there's. The system is just fucked if you can't even try to change that. We got to hope that improves, right? And we got to be able to, you know, vote and, you know, fix all Wait, that. How do, you, how do you guys feel about right now President Trump launched military men in the field to the fight guard. off the, Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, like, that Cheeto Dust man needs to, like, get, literally clear his priorities if he's going to send military to fend off his own citizens over there. Look at it. Well, that's, that, well, that's what I'm saying, bro. There's actually people abusing of the protests and destroying stuff. But, Brandon, don't you think it's a little OD to summon the National Guard? Well, if they, if bro, if the protest is against cops, and if a cop just fucks up one time, dude, it's going to get worse. I mean, they've already done that. There's already been, like, things that happen. Oh, yeah, I, I know that. But if something happens, like, if they, if cops, if two cops or one cop kills, like, three, two people in a protest, kills, not hurts, kills people in a protest, it's going to get way worse, dude. It's going to get way worse. So I would actually prefer the military. Because the military, bro, they actually, they don't care. They the, don't care. And and then that's not the people actually trying to protest and actually trying to do like shit correctly against the people that are actually taking advantage, destroying Yeah. Like the, there's always two there's always two sides. So it's like a win win and a loss loss. But look at it like this. Man. The the Cheeto in office, right? Got the military <laughs> for the people. When the protest was happening, when it was like really uh, like going crazy in the beginning of this month, we had curfews. Uh, go in the house by ten. If you're if you're not in the house, military is gonna like get you. All this stuff is happening, right? We're still in the pandemic. People over a hundred thousand people, over one hundred and twenty thousand people have died from the coronavirus. Curfews are being curfews are done. Uh, our country's opening back up. So you're telling me that we don't even have a curfew. For the uh, pandemic that we're in, there was no military people when people wanted to go outside and fight over toilet paper or over <laughs> hand sanitizer. Protesters outside, oh, go get a cause, but out my face. I think, but, it was, I think it was more controlled than what's happening about the. Okay, but BLM. we got people being tumbled over toilet paper just four months ago. Just a, okay, just a, just imagine this: um, two military people trying to stop two women because they're fighting over toilet paper. Just imagine that. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine that. It's, it's gonna be ridiculous. Yo, imagine one of the women end up being Indian, bro. No, I think I think it's not. I think a better way of Dimani saying that he's saying that essentially like he didn't have the same regards for the pandemic. Why he didn't care about the pandemic? Because oh, it doesn't affect me. 
I saw a video. I'm not sure. Man, where fuck it was. The, 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 the whole pandemic is a whole different conversation because this has nothing to do. That, yeah, that shit pisses uh, yeah. me off. Well, you know what I'm trying to we, say. We, it's we, a whole we had. Yeah. We, we got you. So uh, I got something for Brandon yeah. as well. Uh, Brandon, so you know how Trump just sent military towards the people? Yeah. Don't you think that he pulled like a move that the Cuban general back in back in like the eighties and seventies, like there was this Cuban general who would send military to his own citizens' house and yeah. just check whether like what's valuable, what do they have? They were also those people were called also called like El Comité. Do, yeah. do you, don't you think Donald? Yeah, yeah. Don't you think Donald Trump is like putting fear? in like the his people his cell just to see say like oh you know what i got power now I'm, i might ask the military to go to your residence and see whatever you guys have and then you know i can do whatever i want in so my, you- uh, bro, i feel like he's not trying to put fear i think he's trying to get more of control in what's happening because he actually has no control in what's happening people burn a whole police station Oh, yeah, police true. station. I mean, just they, imagine that. What would, if they burned a police station? What do you think they would actually more like? What they could go over if they didn't care about the police people? What do you think they would actually do if? Uh, I I don't know what's um. How can I say it? The the point is that if they don't care about the police and nothing else the only backup we have or the U.S. has is just the military. And I feel like the military is not even going that hard. Like, I've, I, haven't, I haven't heard of militaries actually. But don't you think that's, like, a future buildup for, like, the president causing, like, another... He could cause another rampage in, that's like... What, that, I think that was what I was telling Taha. I, think, I feel like actually sending the military could actually cause... Cause like another civil war, like it could go bigger, bro. Like, not gonna lie, it 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 could go bigger. Not, I don't know, bro. I I think it's it's a good and a bad thing. Because if it's a good, it okay. Sending the, the military. Good, the good way is just for it. protecting the people. The bad yeah. way is like the people it will see that, bigger, yeah. And then they'll, they'll be like, okay, now the government's ha- having a war against us. Yeah. Like, it could go, like, people could see, like, oh, we're going to have a war versus the U.S. That's become a civil war. Or it could actually, like, stop people from being idiots and destroying stuff and actually having a nice protest. So it could go either way. But then, it's like, you know, even going to the conversation of the looters, right? This is my... This, this, I'm going to go back to it and then we can go... Con- Right, this is my thing about that. Of course, those looters that's a whole different it's, it's protest and there's looters, it's two different, uh, two different like causes and two different things. But it's like this, right? 400 years of like basically building your success off of the backs of black people rape, pillage, slavery, uh, everything that has happened from BC times. And then you, you expect black people to build, you know, we haven't been free that long and we still aren't. So you expect us to build our life and our, and our freedom after you've basically taken everything from us and you still do. So that's one yeah. aspect on it. 
Then two, mm-hmm. like I said, we're still in, in a pandemic. So our president gives people 1200 bucks and say, go take that and live off that for the next four months. So it's like, what do you expect people to do? Yeah, true. I'm not saying that is right because I wouldn't do that because that's not what the money does. But what do you expect people to do in times of like this? I'm not saying that what they're doing is right, but it's like you can't. It's like you give. It's like you give a dog a, a bone, and then when he wants another one, it's just like no, he's gonna bite your ass. Yeah. So it's like you can't expect people to just continue to sit down because all we're asking for is peace. We're not asking for, we're asking to be equal. We're not asking for you to like us. We're not asking for anything else but peace and respect and to be equal. And when you don't give that, and we've asked for it in ways that have been really uh, nice. We haven't done anything crazy. So you know what? Now it's time for you guys to see us and understand that we're not playing anymore. So either you're going to respect us in a nice way, which we deserve, or we're going to take it, whichever way that has to be done. Yeah. But I still want to do it though, because that's not I'm not about to tell like. In my in my opinion, I think the protests are fine except the looting. The military, I feel like it's it's too much. I hundred percent agree. Like looting is really just setting an example for the government to see, oh now people are just gonna be chaotic. Because now they have an opportunity to cause more chaos. But here's the thing. I also feel like the looting started as like an influence of like um, showing that African-Americans, Asians, whoever you are, cannot be trusted. Like it could be cause to, you know, for the government to take actions even more seriously. You know what I mean? Like it could be like a setup for the protest to stop. It could be like a setup for like... For the government to prove point, because if you, uh, I don't think if you know this, but there's this European country called Hungary, where right now Hungary was like a demo- democratic, uh, uh, um, patriotic country. Now it's it's under government law, because people didn't do anything about um, yeah, gaining back the power from the government. So now they elected the prime minister as like the full leader controlling over Hungary. China's doing the same thing. They're going to, they're trying to take over Hong Kong because right now, because of the Corona thing, they think they can take powers for them. Yeah. Okay, this is so, the last thing also about looting, then we can continue on. I've seen a lot right. of videos and posts of <clears throat> white people and police looting. They've the ones are, are starting it. A Wendy's got burned down in Atlanta, because of the guy, I forgot his name, Taha said earlier, it was a white woman. The police have been setting up bricks, things to where, like they've been doing a lot of this looting, but the but media doesn't show that. They're showing young people doing it when the police are doing a lot of these things also. They're starting it. Yeah. So it's just like... In the end, it's just, like I said, there's always going to be... You're always, you're always going to have two sides where one... There's always going to be that one side that always takes advantage of a certain situation, right? Yeah. Thanks, guys, for getting on the podcast. Special thanks to Dimani and Brandon for sharing your viewpoints about the BMO movement and the police brutality aspect of what happens in our society and what causes those factors. So I really appreciate it, guys. Happy birthday, Brandon. Thank you. Appreciate it. And appreciate Dimani, it. 
And nice to catch up with you. We're, gonna have, we're definitely going to have a special episode with you with High School Tales. That's yeah. going to be interesting. Don't yeah. worry. We're going to link in Diamani's YouTube channel underneath our channel. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Actually, Diamani, would you want to talk about it for a second? Uh, 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 I'm on the spot. Okay. Um, it's basically just a music reaction channel. Um, I'm a music major at the school that I go to, so I get to react to music videos, music content. If you guys ever have any music you want me to listen to, y'all have any friends that do music, any homeboys that be in the studio, hit me up, let me know. This guy does music or she does music, and I'm always down to listen to it and give my expertise. And yeah, that's basically just what it is. Does does it include uh, people who cannot speak English as well? Oh, you know, I've done like um, I've done two Rosalia uh videos, and she's from Brazil. I mean, she's from Barcelona, so I definitely have done like, uh, and I don't know what she's right. talking about. So I definitely have.